to Sugar Honey Bubble Tea, a podcast aimed to amplify Asian women voices while we navigate sex, love, and all of us. This is your bubble tea mommy, Ange, and splish, splash, your opinion about my weight is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Toby, and once I establish a healthy relationship with my body, it's over for you bitches. Say it louder for the bitches in the back. Over. It's over. <laughs> Loves. All right, so this week's episode, we're talking about body image. Right. Yeah. So, what is body image? Define body image for yeah. everyone. Google. Google that shit. <laughs> it's basically how you see yourself and how you physically feel or experience in your body, the skin suit of yours. Mm-hmm. So it's not actually how your body realistically look by the experience and your thought about your body it's like what you think other people think about you Mm -hmm, pretty mm -hmm, much mm -hmm. and just uh just to say we're sober this episode yeah it's a serious episode guys (laughs) no Uh, wine nothing i'm on a lot of caffeine and bread oh me too bread bread is life well bubble tea is life for me that was a chef's kiss Um, well, okay, so when do you start feeling like you experience people, um, like, judging the way you look or, Mm. um, questioning about your weight or, you know, your appearance? Like, at what age do you feel like that? People are judging you. The age of three. (laughs) Really? According to science. What? Like, I I saw this one article, it's like, according to science. (laughs) Yes, yes. Thoughts, like your thoughts and opinions about your body can start forming as early as the age of three. But how? You're like a bebe. I know. <laughs> so, Do not question science. <laughs> I cannot question but science. But I think it's awfully like also a result of like you, how your parents experiences with right. their body and like also the things that you you are exposed to growing up, like medias and stuff. Yeah. But when you're three, how do you, like, do you look at Teletubby and be like, mm, I want to be purple. <laughs> oh my god. Purple like is beautiful. Sand. You know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's like... Like subconscious? Sim- yeah, subconsciously, mm. I think, for sure. Okay, yeah, then I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, I think so, because a lot of times I feel like, um, especially growing up, like, in the Asian household, mm-hmm. um, a lot of my early experience with body image is linked yeah. with my upbringing. Yeah, when is like your first, I guess, co- contact? Like when it, when did you first start realize that you have I, a body? I, <laughs> <laughs> the first time I masturbated. <laughs> no. Wrong topic. <laughs> okay, wait, let's bring it back. Mm. <laughs> so I think the. I don't think I ever really realized it was an issue until like mm. much older, like now mm. or like a couple years back. Mm. But I I could recall thinking back on my childhood, a lot of times like I was being compared to like other people's kids or mm. um, my siblings. Mm-hmm. And I think Asian culture, like Asian parents believe that um, comparison is a root of motivation or something. Yeah, like, yeah. they feel like they need to compare you to, like, next door's kid. Yeah, so you will that. you will be more motivated to be better. And and this is, like, not even body image. Like, it could be, like, grades. It could be, yeah. like, your achievements or... I don't know, like, or how... Like, I, like, as small as things, like, 
oh, like the kid next door doesn't go out as much as you. I'm like, well, bitch, she's a loner. Like, I don't know. <laughs> she's not friends. <laughs> she has no friends. I don't know what to say. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I've always... Because I have an older sister, younger mm. brother, mm. and because younger brother is a boy, so yeah. in Asian family, it has... He gets... I think he's fine. Yeah. Mm. I don't get compared mm. to him as much. Mm-hmm. But with my sister, I always feel like... Uh, not even if not my f- parents or my family, like other people. Yeah, for sure, relatives. Yeah, your relatives are always comparing the two of you. Well, yeah. me and my sister, and it's so toxic. Now I think about it. Yeah, it is. It's like giving you that fake idea that oh, you guys are competition, but yeah. no, you're not supposed to. Because we're so different. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, my sister and I are super different. You, you and your sister are super different. Yeah. So like, to- I, yeah, definitely the comparison is like they're growing up. Yeah. Did you ever get compared to your sister? Oh yeah, for sure. I think growing up, it's always like, even like, um, not even body image wise, like look wise, um, I am very pale, <laughs> and a lot of Asian like people really like that for some reason. Oh, and my sister is like a little, yeah. a little more healthy, like tan. Yeah, yeah. Ish skin color. Yeah. And they're always like, well, you're so pale. And, you know, you're like, you look so different <laughs> from your sister. But, yeah. So uh, interesting. Yeah. On the on the checklist of beauty standards, pale is, like, right up to the top. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> pale and, like, what? Big eyes and, big like... Big eyes. Th- like there's a checklist. Face. Small face. T- tall, long legs. I know. Skinny. Yeah. Skinny. Fuck. Skinny is one of them. Yeah. You gotta be a stick or you're nothing. Yeah. You're nothing. <laughs> yeah. You gotta subscribe to being a stick or you're just... Nothing at all. Yeah. You can't be in the club. <sighs> yeah. It's so hard because I remember my first, like encounter with body image i was a very skinny kid growing up yeah like, fucking plot twist <laughs> like i like in elementary school i was really struggled to gain weight because i was like a child and i was like yeah. really really underweight and i remember my teacher at the time will like skinny skinny shame me skinny shame yeah how? like how it's not like fashion but it's like skinny it's like he would say stuff like you get so skinny, you look like you haven't eaten in, like, five days. Oh, my Stuff God. Like and then, like, at the time, I was, like, a child, so I wasn't really... Like, it didn't really hit me or anything. I was just... But oh, you didn't this. feel bad about being skinny. No, but I was like, okay, then what do I need to do to gain weight or to change my yeah. body? Because, like, literally every day, he would say stuff like that or, like... Because you know how we have, like, a lunch bully? time. <laughs> yeah. Your teacher is a bully. Yeah, and then that happens, like... For so long. Yeah, yeah. And then now it's, like, <laughs> a different story. <laughs> different struggles. Mm, but, mm. yeah, that was, like, my earliest encounter with body image in yeah. Asia, in Taiwan. I feel like Asian society... Like, I don't want to shit on... You know what? Yeah, I am shitting on Asian society. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way they view... Like, they view beauty and their standards of beauty. It's mm-hmm. so... Um, it's so defined it's like you have to have it's almost like you have to have these categories Mm -hmm. and these checklists otherwise you're not considered beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah like I think maybe now I think now is better now is definitely better like people appreciate your uniqueness Mm -hmm. and everyone's different but when I was growing up that wasn't the case and like when when I was constantly being compared to like other girls or or my own sister Mm -hmm. as a kid you you don't know any better you just think that when you're getting 
being compared mm-hmm. and you're being like my like I was always a skinny kid growing mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and my sister is like a little bit like chubbier mm-hmm. and which is like completely fine like she's not overweight or anything yeah um and that, that the weight thing we always get compared on the weight thing like yeah. people always like um it sucks you know like my sister is a wonderful incredible super talented person yeah and we're super different and but she gets comments like oh you need to lose weight from like random ass people oh my god yeah yeah like yeah. whole ass like random people would like say you need to lose weight like oh your sister is skinnier and it fucking sucks because when i was a kid i took it as a compliment thinking that I'm, you know, like when you're a kid, you don't think that much. And I think that, oh, like I'm skinnier and therefore like it's better. Yeah. And I'm just subconsciously. They're giving you the idea that being skinny is good. Yeah. And me subconsciously like comparing to my sister that I need to be skinnier. I need to look this way or that way. Mm -hmm. It's so toxic. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's kind of like early on you start getting that idea like that um thought that there is an ideal body yeah and that you have to be be like that essentially like that's everyone's goal and yeah but now like thinking about it like an ideal body is just like what majority of the people find attractive like or what the society yeah the society but it's always changing it's always changing and it's just like what's the point like if you look at uh well i don't know kim kardashian yeah like her 20 years ago people would look at people would look at kim kardashian and be like "Mm, like that's not the beauty standard exactly you know what i mean or like 30 years ago it would be like you have to be like skinny victoria's secret model like none of that big boob like big booty Mm -hmm. stuff is was in so it's it's always changing and there's no I guess we'll get into like the this mm-hmm. in, uh, near the end of it episode, but there's no point chasing something that is constantly changing. Yeah, I just I think I just yeah. I just realized that five <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, exactly. It's so crazy how much um, I think your upbringing pretty much will define how your relationship with body image is, and yeah. that's just like how. Like growing up, especially mm-hmm. in an Asian society, it's like I constantly like when I after like I was underway, I started to get chubbier because I was growing and you know yeah, like it's normal yeah it's like why are we being shamed for growing normally yeah and then like <laughs> from that point on it's like when I started struggling with body image because everyone I would know what age was, were you at. Like maybe fourteen. Oh my god. Yeah, and everyone I I know would say things like, "Oh, you're you're gaining too much weight all of a sudden." Because I was so skinny, yeah. and I suddenly became like normal people. And then, <laughs> and These bitches like, can't live yeah. with me being normal. Yeah, they just won't <laughs> let me live. Like I was growing up, and they'll say things like, "You know, you're gaining so much weight. You're yeah. like." You're, you're so chubby now. Like, what happened? And stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And that's, like, when I first started, like, be become entangled in the whole dieting culture oh. and body image. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember... Uh, well, when I was doing the research for this and I was, like, mm-hmm. thinking back on, like, all mm-hmm, the memories. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, all these, like, 
it, memories of when I was a kid came back to me mm-hmm. of like body image, and it's incredible how much a kid remembers. Right. And, yeah. Like even if the smallest comments was yeah. made, and by someone I don't even know. Like yes. I remember, yeah. uh, I remember this one time I went to the doctor's with my mom and my mm-hmm. sister, and the doctor just looked at my sister and lo- well looked at the two of us and mm-hmm. looked at my mom and was like, the older sister is prettier. <gasps> Yeah, and then that I was bitch. I know that cunt, the, the audacity. audacity. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and I was like maybe uh, seven. Oh my Might god! Have been like eight, That's so nine. Fucked. Like I was so young, and I, I guess at the time, I don't know. I can't remember how I felt at the time, but now thinking back on it, I'm like, I I'm still, hurt. I still remember that. I cling on to that shit. It's like, yeah. yeah, who's this doctor? I'm gonna go find him. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, having those experiences, uh, you know, as a kid and remembering those things is, and that still carry on to tell this day, like, 30 years later, or like Literally. 20 years later. No, not 30 years. 20 years later. <laughs> 20. Yeah, that I still remember these things. It's just like absurdism guys yeah but that's so true because actually i had a conversation with my mom about body image like a Mm -hmm. serious conversation i was like do you know how how hurtful it is Mm. every time you guys make comments like that thinking you know it's just a joke but Mm. like like those those comments that i've heard when i grow when i grew up it was something that i carry to this day and it sucks that when i remember like, the things I remember about my childhood was not that nice, ja- like, Disney trip in Japan. But it's, like, <laughs> that comment that 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 aunt made yeah. about me, like, 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it sucks when that's all I remember, but that's, like, literally ingrained into my brain. Yeah. That, like, every time you make a comment about my body, I get so triggered that I can't even help it. You know what? I heard this analogy yesterday. Um when you have a white t-shirt and there's a stain on it all you yeah. see is the stain <sighs> and you don't see the white t-shirt anymore yeah and I thought that's yeah that's actually so true yeah it's like all the memory that's the so great true. memories of your childhood uh all of a sudden there's a stain on it all you remember is that stain yeah it's that fucking doctor right there <laughs> i have a whole ass tie-dye t-shirt now <laughs> and i'm not saying my sister's not beautiful she's beautiful yeah. and she's like super talented and great um her listening to this will be like mm-hmm <laughs> she's like yeah say it louder yeah say it louder, louder for the cunts in the back <laughs> for the doctor in taiwan say it louder for him <laughs> but you know just like these things that you you as a kid remember and um and i think that's I don't even know if you can blame these people for mm-hmm. making these comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely can. Yeah, they're assholes. Uh, but also, they're conditioned to... Because they don't know any better either. Yeah. They're conditioned to the beauty standard of their time. Yeah, also it's because of the culture. Like, it was, it's so normalized that people have an opinion about your body. And mm-hmm. no matter if it's, like, commenting that, oh, you look great today, or you... You know, you look a little, you gain a little weight, or you lost a little weight. Like yeah. people think it's okay for them to make these comments. They think it's a compliment. Yeah. To say these things to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for but you, sure. But you don't know what the other person is going through. It's like, oh, you lost weight, and then they think it's a compliment. But maybe you're going through depression. Yeah, or you're going through <laughs> chemo. Like, like, yeah, or you're, you're not going through chemo. You're not trying to lose. The, you know what I'm saying? It's like you never know what the other person is going through. So what makes you think? 
you're entitled to be, mm-hmm. to comment mm-hmm. on their body. So what do you think is a better way to say to comment on someone's appearance? Don't. <laughs> Or just yeah. tell them you look great. Yeah, you if you have nothing better to say, don't say it. Don't say anything. Don't talk. Yeah, because yeah. I would usually, if I see someone that I haven't seen in a mm-hmm. while, I, I definitely, I don't really comment on their appearance, but I'll just ask them like how, mm-hmm. how they're doing, like yeah, their yeah. their mood, like what have you, what's on your mind lately? Yeah, yeah it's more of the, um, the in depth questions than like, than like, oh, you're. I don't know. Like you, you lost some weight, and maybe they're like I don't know, going through divorce or something. Like yeah. it fucking sucks. Yeah. Mm. So um, I think I was thinking about the beauty, like society beauty standards, mm-hmm. and like the struggles, and like how the media influences um, the way I uh, view myself and my body image growing mm-hmm. up, and I I have. What do you even call that? Like monolid? Mm, like growing yeah. up, I, for all the white listeners out there that all have, <laughs> all have double eyelids. Monolid is like when you don't have that crease and your in your uh, on your eyelid. Yeah. And growing up, I I didn't have that. And then um, and that on the Asian beauty standard checklist is like not okay. It's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> You cannot it's, check that. Yeah, I cannot check that. It's not okay. I I had, did not check a lot of the checklists on the thing, <laughs> and I remember my dad suggesting that I get a surgery oh to get it, and well, I'm not like sh- I'm not shitting on my dad. I think it's also like what mm-hmm. I was talking about. You know, they're conditioned to think that this is beauty, so mm-hmm. you know they want the best for you and they want yeah. you to look great. But I am so glad I didn't do it because I think if I had done it. And now I would, I would feel like I have defeated by the society's <laughs> beauty standard. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's, it's like I don't want to subscribe to it. Yeah, I know it will look. I'll look great. After, yeah, but it's just like then you just look like everyone else. Yeah, but I'm not even like I think having plastic surgery is fine. Like I'm not against any. I yeah, think great yeah. if you want to look good. It makes you feel good more confident mm-hmm. go for it yeah for sure absolutely but i think for me personally like if i had done it i don't think i would have been happy with myself mm. yeah because i don't think i think the problem for me wasn't my look the problem was more of like in depth self-esteem thing yeah. and if i don't if i don't work on that self-esteem then no matter how much plastic surgery i get i will still not be happy yeah, that's actually very true. Because mm-hmm. I think you can change your appearance all you want. Like, you know, you can work to get that body, to get that goal you want. But if you don't fix what's going on inside, it's mm. always going to appear like you can lose so much weight and inside you will still feel like the old you. Like nothing There's that void that's not filled. Yeah. Yeah. How do you see social media um, being an influence on you know kids nowadays and their body image hmm i mean i didn't like i didn't grow up with that much social media like Mm -hmm. i i know my generation is like the booming of social media but you're on the cusp though yeah yeah Yeah. my definitely like i wasn't that affected with my social media on body image it's mostly like people around me but Mm -hmm. I can see it as a problem because now it's just like so many like you're on Instagram and then you see all these really 
really i like idealistic body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and obviously people won't people will show what's the best on social media so they'll post like different angles yeah, photoshop yeah. whatever and kids will think that that is how i'm supposed to look like or i need mm. to look like that i need to look like kim kardashian so i can be beautiful because i need the hourglass hourglass figure yeah yeah you yeah. know i i think uh internet isn't built with children in mind it was mm. built for really it's built by adults with adults in mind yeah and um a majority of the users are children mm-hmm. so if you think about that like what all the information they're taking in isn't filter at all they could be seven years old and looking at Mm -hmm. you know like you said photos image of beautiful women Mm -hmm. to the standard of society Mm -hmm. and think that that's what they want yeah yeah but is but they they don't have a sense of like i think what the issue is they they don't know themselves yet they haven't figured out their identity and they're chasing this identity Mm -hmm. of someone else and that's someone else's look Mm -hmm. and they don't know who they are yet yeah i think that's the whole problem and it's just yeah it's sad yeah it's hard for and it's hard to like if you don't have any space for you to like be Mm. who you are you there's just so many voices right now telling you like who you should become, what you should look like, and how do you even grow up to be yourself when there's just so mm-hmm. many of that happening. So many. Yeah, I, yeah, like the thing with social media is you you have this device in your hand that mm-hmm. gives you everything that you need to know in the world, like mm-hmm. all the knowledge. We're basically robots mm-hmm. with this device mm-hmm. in our hand. And with the overwhelming amount of information, overwhelming amount of, you know, beauty standards and um, um, just news, like you, you starting, if you only have 100% of fucks to give, <laughs> back in the days before I even have a phone or social media, mm-hmm. I... Janet, I probably give two fucks, like literally two fucks, fifty <laughs> yeah. percent each. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, about like I don't know world uh, like issues, mm-hmm. but now it's like there's a bombing in Paris. There's you know a terrorist mm-hmm. attack in in somewhere else, and there's you know there's hunger strike here. There's like p- presidential election there. Mm-hmm. You have a hundred percent of fucks to give, and now you have to give it on a hundred things, mm-hmm. and now you all of a sudden have you don't give a fuck about anything (laughs) because you just there's so little amount of your energy and effort to put into each thing that you no longer gives a shit about anything yeah and you're just overwhelmed yeah overstimulation yeah how did i even get here (laughs) (laughs) i'm going on a rant on social media yeah, but I think these technologies like, um, you know, Instagram and Facebook and all these social media technologies are really preying on, like, why they, how they are surviving is preying on the the social exclusion mm. of peers. Mm. So if today you don't have that new pair of shoes or that, that all your friends have or mm. you don't have that new TNA, I don't know, hoodie. I don't know what kids are into right now. <laughs> <laughs> your time okay i'm sorry (laughs) about 10 years ago (laughs) cut this off anyways (laughs) she's 73 she's trying her best i'm trying my best local woman trying her best to sound young (laughs) that's 
my headline. You're like TNA. I'm like, mm-hmm. that was so funny. This is so 2000, love. <laughs> but if, if you don't have that newest thing, if you don't yeah. have, you know, that that makeup that make mm-hmm. you look, that Kendall makeup line, help me out here. Kylie. Kylie. <laughs> Is she okay? <laughs> I'm struggling here <laughs> with new, Kendall? with teenager shit. I can't. But if you don't have that stuff, you're mm. like, you're excluded socially. Mm. And you feel like you need to have this to feel validated. That's the thing. Validation. Validation, yeah. The goddamn validation with the, with the kids and peers. And so now if you don't have any of these things, you feel like you're not part of the group. Mm-hmm. Or if you if your family or your parents all of a sudden said you can't use social media anymore mm-hmm. because we watch Social Dilemma it's bad for you, mm-hmm. and now you're excluded from your social circle, mm-hmm. and that's how that's how they get you, that's yeah. how they get kids. <sighs> yeah, it's so hard. I really have no answer of how to like. What no, is a healthy yeah? <laughs> like what is a healthy social media relationship with kids? Because I think it's good to be exposed, but I think. To some, at some point, because I mean, I am 24 and I know who I am, but I still mm-hmm. look at social media and feel shit about myself. Mm, and yeah. like, how does uh, how does <laughs> how a 14 year old yeah, feel? Yeah, how does right? a 14 year old feel? If I'm like doing this, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, yeah, I could, I, I think I, I want to look like that. <laughs> you know, like to be, to be honest, like totally honest. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have no answers. I, I, I don't know. Regulations, I think. Maybe, yeah. uh, With school, maybe. I think there needs to be a harsher regulation to put on kids. Maybe starting middle school. Mm. Starting from middle school, because that's when kids starting have, have phones. I don't know. When do kids have phones out? Probably, young. like, really young, yeah, right? Yeah, Um, But when they start to have these um, Mm -hmm. thoughts about like body image and Mm -hmm. um, like validation issues, Mm -hmm. I think there needs to be some sort of regulations put in place. Like no phones in the classroom. I don't know. Maybe education. Because I feel like it's so unhealthy if it's like, I'm going to stop you from looking at everything. Because it's like Mm. my parents going like, don't go out after 10 p.m. But they won't, they'll not mm-hmm. teach me how to protect myself. Like you, there are just so many factors at play that you cannot simply shut your kids out from it being exposed to everything because you can't be there forever. So you just got to teach True. them to have a healthy relationship True. with the information that they're being mm-hmm. exposed. And I think what we were talking about uh, during that sex episode that we had about mm-hmm. how there should be a sex counselor in yeah, every school. Yeah. There should be a, a sex counselor. There should be like a, a you know, like a shrink or like mm-hmm. like a body image. Yeah. Like Counsel- counselor. Some sort of counseling. And, yeah, yeah, some sort of counseling that, that kids can go to yeah. for these kind of issues. Because otherwise, who are they going to consult? Like they're... If their family is the one, like growing up, if my family is the one telling mm. me that I look fat or I look this way and that way, yeah, I can't, I won't go to them for advice on yeah. body image because I I know that they're gonna tell me I look fat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it needs to be like I feel like in children's life there's a lack of guidance or a lack of adult guidance, mm-hmm. and a lot of the guidance that they have are really just uh, of adults are really just either their teacher. Mm-hmm. or their parents mm-hmm. yeah. and some teachers fucking blow man yeah oh my god <laughs> some are, so true and some are great you yeah. know but there's there are people that are yeah. not if you're lucky you can get a great a yeah. great mentor but if you're not it mm-hmm. sucks mm-hmm. 
So I think, like, when we're talking about validations, that's a that's a whole ass other topic yeah, that we can validation. yeah that we could get into for a different episode. Um, but I think briefly, like, I, I wrote in my notes, like, when when you're chasing that perfect body image by the society beauty standard, mm-hmm. you are looking for validations. Mm-hmm. But to be truly happy with yourself, you need to look for meanings in why you chase what you chase. Exactly. So instead of wanting to have that validation, wanting to someone say like, oh, you look beautiful because you fit into the size zero. Mm-hmm. Look for meaning in why you want to be in a size zero. Mm-hmm. Or why do you why do you want to be, why, why do you want this person to think you look pretty? Mm-hmm. Like there's that, there's that part that, you know, that middle part that is missing. Mm-hmm. It's like we're always jumping into the conclusion of mm-hmm. this is what I want this person to think mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. But if you really look into it, or maybe because I want I want this boy to validate me because mm-hmm. I like him and why do I like him because why must you attack me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like spiraling in a corner I'm like, yes. tell me more yes no I think you're doing fine honestly <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. validating you <laughs> thank you but yeah that is that is actually very true yeah like what is the meaning of chasing this thing that you mm-hmm. want. Like, what is it because someone else has this pair of shoes? That's why you want it? And it's because this other girl that have this dress, so you want it. But, like, what is it with this girl? You know? It's the it's the human nature of wanting more. But is it good for you? It's not. <laughs> Are we going back to capitalism? <laughs> you guys. It's yes. a full circle, guys. <laughs> capitalism. Yeah. Sugar hearted capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> it is us. It's all about capitalism. <laughs> but oh, yeah, that is uh, that is so true. Yeah, because I think if you go day to day without you know, without without questioning and reflecting on your own motives and reasons of actions, mm-hmm. then you will always be easily swayed by media and your surroundings and your peers. Mm-hmm. And do you really want to? do that like do you really want all your actions and all your ideas and all your thinking to follow what the society wants Hmm. of you and never truly finding who you are Hmm. because when you're thinking i'm not talking about you (laughs) you're like awfully quiet (laughs) you're awfully quiet over there (laughs) but i'm thinking about kids like you know they have this idea of identity they Mm -hmm. think that to look like Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. that identity. Mm-hmm. I want to chase that identity. But then the fixation with with that identity limits your actual identity. Mm-hmm. Like the fixation of chasing what that beauty standard is that you think is your identity, that you think what you need to become, mm-hmm. is actually driving you further and further away of who you actually am and what your identity is. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming to my tech talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm spiraling in the corner. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, how do you, I, I think with kids, it's like also love interests and their boyfriends and girlfriends mm, and partners, yeah. you know, like how they see them and that has a big effect. Like, have you ever experienced something like that? Yeah. Fucking man, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how kids these days date, but when I back in the days like Mm. when I started dating they don't write letters anymore (laughs) no from war war zones no oh you little pigeon (laughs) like even when I was like 15 or something like Mm -hmm. it was was such pure love but 
the oh, I remember I remember the guy that I was dating at the time would say stuff like if you lose weight I'll buy you this oh my god what was, what was he gonna buy you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what was it? It was like some sort of clo- like high pipe clothing items. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that you really wanted. No, but <laughs> you know, he, then what's the fucking point with yeah, this guy? But he like every I remember every one every single man that I have dated or mm-hmm. you know attempted to date. <laughs> <laughs> they've always made comments about your body or my body, mm-hmm. and it's. Sometimes it's not necessarily comments that are um, negative, but they're just comments that make me feel really conscious, really yeah. self-conscious about the way I look. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Like even up until now. Yeah. I mean, now I'm, now I am legit. Like I don't care anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think. Like prior to that, I used to hold on to these comments so much. Right. Like I'll work out and I'll, you know, like go on diet. Like sis, don't starve yourself for these men. For <laughs> these men who won't text you back. Don't. The men who don't have a bed frame. Do you want that? The men who cannot tell the difference between navy and black. Do you want that? No, like eat yeah honestly yeah, honestly, honestly why must you yeah i how, just don't understand how have you come from uh where you were to now like how the different like do you see a difference in your change because now you said you don't give a fuck anymore mm-hmm. but back then when you were 15 you do like wh- what was your journey of that oh up until i was 23 i i done did that <laughs> like what last year <laughs> last year i was not until like maybe like recently like a few months ago oh. i started to feel okay in my body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like how what was the like do you tell yourself this or is something happen or i think it's just like i think the the idea with like body positivity is that there is it's so like divided that there's that you are either body positive or you're not mm-hmm. and there is no space in between for people who are like maybe struggling with eating issues or yeah, yeah. people who are trying to lose weight or people who are unhealthy because they're overweight like there's no spot for people in between it's either your body positive or you're not mm. so i i just came to a realization that i can love my body and also want to change it Mm. like at the same time because mm-hmm. I used to think that it's not possible but I think now I I am at that point where you know like I'm comfortable with this skin suit that I have yeah. and I also want to want changes that mm-hmm. are good for me mm-hmm. like do you, do you feel like you used to chase the results but now you're enjoying the process yeah, I think it's all about mindset, actually. Mm-hmm. I used to just get very fixated on the result, and I use a lot of unhealthy um, yeah. ways. And I, I had a very unhealthy relationship with, like, food and exercise. Yeah. Like, I never listen to my body, and I just mm. do it, not because I want to, not necessarily. It's because I feel like I have to. And it's, like, such a bad um, cycle. And now I just... I do like now I eat healthy because I appreciate my body for all that it does. So I genuinely want to 
give the best to my mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. and you know I exercise because it's good for my mental health and stuff like that yeah. so yeah when I find out when the meaning like I found the meaning behind why I was doing all of these mm-hmm. and to start from that point of view I find that I can have a better control yeah at my relationship with you know body image and obviously mm-hmm. it's like mental health it's not like you get from point A to point B and you're done, like you're body positive. Yeah, yeah. Like it's sometimes, you know, you bounce back and stuff, but yeah, that's just how I mm-hmm. balance. I love that for you. I love it. <laughs> I love that for you because basically you you went from seeking validation to seeking meaning. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're saying earlier, right? Now you know why you do these things. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's hard. It's not mm-hmm. an easy journey. Like mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't think I have that uh, in comparison with you probably. Mm-hmm. Like I have my own other issues, all other <laughs> sets of issues, but yeah. in, in terms of body image, mm-hmm. I don't think I struggle as much as how you struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, but in you know, in other ways I struggle a lot. <laughs> Day to day. <laughs> That's for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> Struggling with BBT mommy. <laughs> yeah, it's like everyday struggle. Um, but yeah, I think I think the change of like because you do you also feel the change of your self-talk like from negative to positive because mm-hmm. i think that's also so important when you talk about mindset it's mm-hmm. like you went from a negative self-talk mm-hmm. to a more positive self-talk. Yeah. I think when I mean I still do that thing like every day I'll stand in front of the mirror and I'll look at my body oh yeah yeah I think that's such an important part of to notice like what I look like and how I am Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I used to do that and I'll like say oh I'm gaining a little bit do you give give yourself a pet talk like in the mirror (laughs) You are no. beautiful. <laughs> but I look and I'll be like, I'm gaining a little bit of weight here. I'm, I wish my this is, looks like more like that. I wish my legs yeah. were skinnier, like stuff like that. Mm. And now I just, I still, I still think like that sometimes. Like this mm-hmm. morning I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, I wish I don't have that hip dip thing. And then um, hip dips were fine. Like everybody has hip oh my, dips. I had that exact thought this morning. I'm like, I wish I didn't have that. And then, but then I, I also look at myself and I was like wow you made a lot of progress like mm. I started you did notice yeah. my body as a whole like as a holistic thing rather than being so mm-hmm. fixated on like small part mm-hmm. and you know like seeing the difference in like strength and stuff like that mm-hmm. like not being so fixated on the way it looks because it, it's so much more than that mm-hmm. yeah like that's a that's incredible like I think well, you know, we're talking about like partners and love interests effect mm-hmm. on your body image. And I think a lot of people struggle with changing for themselves versus changing for the other person. Mm-hmm. And not until you can realize why you want to change for yourself, because one is validation and one one is meaning, right? Mm-hmm. Not until you can realize why you're changing for yourself. Mm-hmm. Then otherwise, you're always in that vicious cycle of every guy you meet every comment they say is always going to haunt you is always going to you know it's a vicious cycle it's always going to um affect you in Mm -hmm. some way and and i just like yeah i just hope kids nowadays understand that and i don't know if that's something that you can really say to people for them to understand Mm -hmm. or it's something they have to experience them for themselves like until they date a couple assholes and then they'll realize 
I don't know. Yeah. It's all part of your self-actualization, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to figure out yourself and no one can really Mm -hmm. teach you how to feel about certain things. I wonder if there are organizations out there that helps kids with body image. Oh, probably plenty. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I should look for those. I should start one. It's called walk, walk the fuck up, kid. <laughs> Sis, leave him. Sis, leave him. Let that man go. <laughs> man go like the, the, the actual fruit. fruit. <laughs> yeah. Because I think mm. every journey is so different and there is really no one approach that is correct for everyone. Or there's yeah. no right way to do it. And, you know, some may say, oh, you have to love your body for everything that it is and you shouldn't change it. But... I mean, that doesn't really apply to me. Like, I don't yeah. think that is way that I can balance a healthy relationship. Yeah. So, you, so like when people say, uh, "Was well, it big as beautiful?" What mm-hmm. do you think? I think, well, then you kind of exclude. Like, what if you, I'm just born skinny? You know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you exclude others. Yeah. Oh, you okay. should be like. How, like as long as you're healthy that's and you what I feel think. beautiful then you're beautiful I think right? we need to emphasize healthy is beautiful yeah like you can I know people who are on a bigger side and they're healthy yeah they're, they they don't fit into like you mm-hmm. know I don't like a I don't know like a gym mm-hmm. enthusiast like yeah. six pack like yeah. that sometimes that's not healthy like yeah. for some people it's like they're on roids <laughs> Yeah. So, so it's like the emphasis of, I think we need more emphasis on health being beautiful instead of like, I know all body is beautiful. Mm-hmm. As long as you're healthy, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're strong. healthy, and when we say healthy, it's like physically and mentally. Mm. Like they're gym enthusiasts that on Instagram that like shoot themselves up with roids and they are they have crippling anxiety. Yeah. Like so, <laughs> like are you really? <laughs> is are you really happy? Like are you really? I don't know. Yeah, it's not. You can get to like your ideal body mm-hmm. weight and you're like no I still want more I want yeah. more and that's the that's the yeah. the thing about society nowadays is mm-hmm. that you can have more they, they have they give you that thinking that you can have more you can have everything you want in the world mm-hmm. because it's a capitalistic world <laughs> you know there she goes again <laughs> capitalism <laughs> yeah like if you want it you can have it mm-hmm. but have anyone ever stop and think do I really want it or am I just do I only want it because I can't have it yeah or why do I want it yeah why do I want it it's like the relationship with men it's Mm -hmm. like do I want to date this guy or do I just want the attention the attention (laughs) (laughs) am I bored (laughs) like do you really like this person you know what I mean yeah yeah or do I am I just like trying to get the attention and I want it because I can't have it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's one interesting stat that I found. Um, mm-hmm. Kids born in 1996 plus, yeah. uh, so Gen Z, have the highest rate of depression. And since 2011, the rate of U.S. hospitalization for preteen girls have uh, who have self-harm is up 189%. Shit. That's insane. Absurdism right there. <laughs> wow. 189% of girls who are... Who, who are being hospitalized because they're harming themselves. And they're like kids. They're babies. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's 
And I think that's why this is so important to to stress on. Yeah. And that's why we're sober for this episode. (laughs) Because we want to say these things. Oh, Um, wow. It's like, I think that probably plays a lot with, like, social media. Yeah. And they're they're exposed... um, they're starting to become exposed to social media younger and younger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the funny thing is when they look at that statistic and then mm-hmm. they match it up with like what happened during that time. Why is mm-hmm. there a peak in, mm-hmm. you know, girls self-harm? They find that between, I think, 2009 or 2012, Facebook had added the like button mm-hmm. and all the other platforms started following, mm-hmm. you know, Twitter, Instagram and all the other mm-hmm. platforms. And that's why there's a peak in preteen girls. Well, they think that's why there's a peak in preteen girls self-harm because there's now that validation from other people. Like they, they have done research and find that um, it's a known behavior that teenage girls will delete a photo that is not getting as much attention that doesn't show enough skin. Mm. They'll delete a photo and then replace it with something that shows more skin and gets more likes. Oh, yeah. Totally done that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a pretty teen? (laughs) I'm on the cusp. (laughs) Yeah. So I I think these stats, like you can't, you can't argue with science. These are, these are real stats that when you look at it, you, you starting to recognize a pattern that there is something wrong with the society and the way that we use social media and the way we view our body. Mm. And it's something that it's so if you look at it it's really really crucial yeah because these kids are like what are the next generation our future and they're all what trying to kill themselves what the fuck yeah <laughs> it's so it's so bad because it's like looking looking back at when i was being younger i wish that i wasn't so crippled by what my body looked like but I think it's all a process. Like, yeah, exactly. You have to go through that to be where you are now. Yeah, yeah, but I just, yeah, I wish that I wasn't, and I wish that, you know, kids have a better experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think your body is just like your, the physical vessel you use to experience things mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. And life is, it's nothing but the experiences. Yeah. So if you're so fixated, like, I was so fixated on what the physical vessel looked like. I missed out on so many experiences. Mm. Yeah. And I wish that kids these days are less fixated. Yeah, yeah. And focus more on the... The mental stuff. The, yeah, or the process. Or, yeah, the process, yeah. the knowledge that you'll gain, the experiences that you'll have. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah, kids out there, stay safe. If you're listening, 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, you're beautiful, you're loved, you're worthy of love. Yeah, you're a star. You're baby. a star, baby. <laughs> yeah, hip dip, fuck that shit. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. You are still beautiful. Yeah, I'm like 73, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly. So, what do you think we can do or people can do to unlearn these toxic habits or like, you know, become more body positive. I think we touched on a bit already, mm-hmm. but you know, just kind of like close this episode up. I mean, just like what I mentioned before, I think there is no, not a correct approach. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own journey to go through and you know, how you, like what a healthy relationship with your body looks like can be very different from person yeah. to person. So. Um, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. just gotta go through it to find yours and 
look at look at things in a more holistic approach. Look at your body for what it can, what it does for you, and what it can, it will continue to do for you.、Mm-hmm. So don't get so pigeonholed into one specific things, and you know. With like diet, like don't subscribe to dieting culture. It doesn't work,、It's, right? Yeah, I've well, tried like, like <laughs> all of it. It doesn't work. And it's Have not you bought those like gummy bears that all these like influencers were selling at one point, or like these tea detox、oh、God, tea yeah, and stuff? Tea. I mean, I've starved myself like for so long <laughs> in my life for that man who has no bed yeah, frame, and I was so <laughs> iron deficient that I couldn't even have the energy to leave the toxic man. <laughs> I was just crippled by my lack of energy. You're crippled by your lack of iron deficiency. Yeah, like <laughs> once I get over that, it's over for you, bitches. Really. Once I get some iron in me, it's, it's over, over for you, bitches. I can walk and leave. Yeah. Do not. You gotta have enough energy to leave the toxic people in your life. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if you are good to yourself, and yeah, this is so cliche, but the, the, it's yeah, true. You、honestly. know what I mean? Like. Um, uh, like I said earlier, it's all about intention and meaning. When you're、mm-hmm. doing these things, why do you want to buy this new thing? Why do you want to look a certain way? Think about the intention and the、mm. meaning behind it, and not like who you're trying to impress or it, what is the validation that you're trying to get.、So、like,、mm-hmm. s- stop the negative self-talk. Like、yeah. your mind, you are not your mind. You're、yeah. also not your body. You are、oh. your soul. Like your soul is overarching these things. And it oversees, or your mind, your、mm. your your body, your your ideas. Those are all just things that float, and you know, through you.、Mm-hmm. But what is really there is yourself, like your soul. And so, yeah, stop thinking like that. If your mind is telling you something, it must be true. It's not.、Mm-hmm. Half the time, your mind is just being an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Honestly, yeah. Like the the more we define ourselves in in relations. In relation to the people around us, the more lost we are.、Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're always thinking that other people, like, a lot of times we're not even thinking about what's good for us. It's like, what what other people think is good for us. Yeah. And that's that's toxic. That's negative self talk.、Mm-hmm. So,、um, I don't know. To wrap this up, like, most people barely know themselves. So. What what does it even matter what they think of you? Yeah, like they、true. don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, like for don't ever take advice from people that don't ever listen to um to to people that you wouldn't take advice from.、Mm. Why would you listen to them if you wouldn't never even ask advice from them? True. Yeah, ain't nobody asked you. Fuck off. <laughs> I didn't ask. Splish splash. Your opinion is trash. <laughs> yeah, talk. You don't need that, honestly. You practice, don't need that. Practice some body, like positive body self talk every day. Yeah, I mean、yeah. your body can hear you. It's it's very intuitive, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, just like look in the mirror and notice, like I don't know, three things that you feel good about today. Notice like a few things that you like every day and. Be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like exercise. Exercise. Be healthy. Eat healthy.、Yeah. Drink tons of water. Yeah. Thank your body. Oh. Thank your body、yeah. before and after. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah,、mm-hmm. I think I think every morning I wake up, I meditate. I thank my body. I I thank the people in my life. Be grateful. Thank、mm-hmm. the universe. All that stuff. And then every time I do a workout after、mm-hmm. we we finish,、mm-hmm. I always thank. 
mm-hmm. my body yeah. for pushing through these things. Sometimes I legit like cry on the bike at Rice Cycle Club. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, every day. Every day I'm yeah. crying on that bike. Before and after. I'm like, you're you're gonna do great. You're you'll yeah. kill this workout. Mm-hmm. And after you just thank your body. I'm like, you did great. Yeah. You yeah. carried me through. It's great. I think this yeah. is I think we wrapped up this episode. Yeah. What's giving you life lately? Oh. <laughs> what did I catch uh, you off guard? <laughs> bread? Oh yeah. Oh my god. That's amazing. I got some bread this morning. It's great. I don't know how I ever live without bread. <laughs> you WhatsApp me this morning of a screenshot yeah. of of bread yeah, on Uber Eats and I was like, what has happened? Yeah, I was in bed for like an hour, like just there looking at bread. Like four hours and I'm like, do I do I need this? I don't. Do I want this? And then my like one of my other friends messaged me and then she was like, you just gotta enjoy life sometimes, you know? And oh I'm like, yeah! Bitch, I'm ordering this bread! <laughs> yeah. You all, do! Yeah. You do gotta enjoy life sometimes. Yeah, that was a little battle I had this morning with food. <laughs> my food battle. Everyday struggle. Um, yeah, you also, do have to. Yeah, I don't know. I'm exercising has been g- giving me a lot of life. Mm-hmm. And piano i guess that's why oh, i've been yeah. spending a lot of time you've been trying to teach me how to play alicia keys <laughs> if i ain't got you and every time i i every time i play you're having a mini stroke mini stroke you guys <laughs> i'm like can i just like hit her on the knuckles <laughs> you're, now you understand why you're a piano teacher when you're a kid trying to hit you on the knuckles <laughs> she's already hit me <laughs> yeah, it's because she's having a mini stroke too oh, fuck this kid yeah i wish i wish i had stuck with piano when i was a kid mm. not a real asian right here <laughs> yeah, I play zero instruments. Mm. Saxophone. Yeah, I'm trying to learn the saxophone. Um, my my saxophone instructor or teacher mm-hmm. just left and go on a vacation in Cancun, so I can't see him for three weeks because he's got quarantine. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so I'm waiting. I'm waiting. But yeah, I I'm trying to learn how to play mm-hmm. the saxophone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah lately. Because kind of Vancouver's kind of going into like a a, a second lockdown. Mm, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and we just got that news like a couple days ago. And um, yes, yeah, stay safe, everyone. Mm-hmm. And also, if you live alone, and this is the reason why Toby can and I can record is that yeah. we both live alone. If you live alone and you have no one in your household, mm-hmm. um, you're allowed to have, was it three? I think two to three chosen household yeah so yeah my last name is yang right now and your last name is huang yeah we're chosen <laughs> we chosen each other yeah yeah you can choose uh two to three people that you hang out with the most mm-hmm. and um they are considered part of your household so you mm-hmm. can go to restaurants with them you can mm-hmm. hang out with them in your home um but if you are if you don't live alone then you're not allowed yeah. Um, you're only allowed to hang out with people in your household. Even mm-hmm. if you're, if you hate your roommate, you gotta hang out with your roommate. Yeah. <laughs> your best friend now. Yeah. Your best friend now. So okay. yeah. Uh, what's also, giving you life? Oh yeah. Well, also, what's giving me life is, um, I I just been reading a lot. Oh my honestly, yeah. I just been reading so much. Every time I put a bunch of books in front of my TV, yeah. and every time, like in front of where my remote is, yeah. and every time I try to like grab that remote, I like switch real quick, like yeah. take a detour and pick up a book. Um, so that's what I'm like trying to do lately. And um, 
Yeah, Audible, man. <laughs> Audiobooks is the shit. So that's her crack right now. That's my crack right now. Like I snort audiobook right now. <laughs> I just finished one this morning. Um, starting another one. Like yeah, I'm in between like 15 books at a time. <laughs> her reading was so busy. Yeah, endorse us Audible. Oh yeah, please. Yeah, because I'm your biggest VIP. Oh, give us a code. Yeah, oh my god, I would love a code. Yeah. Oh, and one thing I want to also talk about is like the other day I was thinking this is like around this time is usually when I do like a socks and blanket drive mm. at work. Um, but you know, COVID kind of overstayed its welcome. And so I was no longer able to do that. So I'm like, I'm trying to urge everyone to, you know, give back to your community and service the people that is in need because. You know, we just need a little bit more love this year. Mm-hmm. We all do, and also the people on the streets or the youth that are struggling. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to put that out there. And I might actually put a list down for like local organizations that people can go volunteer or donate mm-hmm. to. So stay tuned. Okay, great. I'll, I have a lot of winter clothes yeah. to donate to. Do it, do it. Because I no longer go out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Women's shelter, I think, yeah. will take them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and that's it for this episode. Lastly, remember to follow us on Instagram at SugarHoneyBBT and keep up with the mommies at BBT Mommy and Sensitive Bow. And when you do listen, don't forget to share and tag us. We really love to see it. 